What's going on, family? TGIF. Thank God it's Friday, and welcome to another edition of the Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, Gerard Bonner, and I hope that you guys are doing amazingly well in this particular week. A lot of things have gone on in the world, but I'm glad that we all get to be here together, and that alone is super exciting to see. Shout out to everybody who hangs out with us via social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Faction Show. We really appreciate you hanging out with us. Shouts to everybody who's joining us right here on the podcast, listening wherever you're listening to us. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Quite frankly, we can't do what we do without you. So thank you for being a massive part of all things connected to the faction. Now then, it's time to talk pro wrestling news, and we're going to do that by first starting with the ratings for NXT. NXT, of course, on Tuesday nights, which some are still getting used to the idea that there's no longer a Wednesday night war, but Tuesday night's episode of NXT brought in a total of 697,000 viewers, which is actually down about 8.4% from last week's show. That's roughly 65,000 viewers that did not tune in to NXT this week that tuned in last week. It was a pretty big show. That featured two title matches, including Raquel Gonzalez and her successful NXT Women's Championship match against Mercedes Martinez and Kushida in an instant classic defending the Cruiserweight Championship successfully over Santos Escobar in a two out of three falls match. I thought it was an absolutely amazing card. Again, 697,000 viewers is what that particular episode brought in. Now taking a look at Dynamite from Wednesday night, which brought in 936,000 viewers compared to the previous week of 1.09 million viewers. That is a loss of about 73,000 viewers. Interestingly enough, as you look at this, the numbers in terms of the loss of viewers for both shows is about the same, though I know some people will tell some interesting tales and stories about it. I do think that that's very interesting to take a look at. It was a pretty big show, again, for AEW as they really began to give us some insight in terms of what double or nothing will look like, as we really did not know much about the upcoming pay-per-view until Wednesday night. We learned that Kenny Omega will defend the AEW World Championship in a triple threat match against Orange Cassidy and Pac. We also saw the end of SCU as a tag team as they lost in their tag team championship match against the Young Bucks. So now they will be breaking up and there was a lot of blood. It almost made me think, you know, blood and guts was last week. I didn't know it was continuing to this week. We saw an encounter between the pinnacle and the inner circle, which will result in a bit of a rematch happening at Double or Nothing. This time it will be Stadium Stampede. So that should be interesting to check out and a whole lot more. So I thought two great shows from both AEW and NXT. The ratings are a little bit different, but here's my first thought on that. First and foremost, I don't think we should be surprised that AEW's ratings dropped about 70,000 viewers. They had a massive match, that blood and guts situation, which they promoted for many, many weeks. It was a spectacle. 
it was supposed to draw a huge rating. So I'm not alarmed by that at all. And again, it is by no means their lowest rating, uh, certainly not since they've gone to Tuesday nights as well. So they're doing all right. They've had three shows that have crossed a million. Their lowest show, which was on April the 28th, was 889,000 viewers. Congratulations, AEW is doing fine. I think NXT is doing fine as well. NXT, again, their numbers, it was certainly their lowest rating since moving to Tuesday night, but I don't know that that's the end of the world. They are competing on Tuesday night right now against the NBA, and of course, a lot's going on in the NBA as they're preparing for the playoffs. So again, nothing to be alarmed at, I think, at all. I think the dangerous thing, honestly, in the way that we can look at ratings sometimes is we base so much on what happens in that particular week that we don't allow the numbers to tell a complete story. And the numbers will indeed tell a complete story if we look at a far larger period of time. So the real question for NXT is going to be, what does next week look like? And we know NXT's got a pretty big show coming up next week and the week after. As we know, in two weeks, there's going to be an NXT title match. But next week, there's going to be a cage match for the North American Championship. That should do some pretty significant ratings along with whatever else they may come up with. So no worries about NXT or AEW at this particular time. They're both doing, I think, incredibly well. Speaking of AEW, they made a big announcement about Double or Nothing weekend that Friday night of Double or Nothing weekend, which initially was proposed to be a house show, will now be an episode of Dynamite. So they're going to actually air Dynamite Double or Nothing weekend on Friday instead of Wednesday, and that is due to the NBA playoffs. So it's going to be a whole weekend. AEW Dynamite on Friday, a Fan Fest on Saturday, and then Double or Nothing on Sunday. Tickets for that will be available on Monday, this coming Monday, at AEWTix.com. So if you want to be in the house, head over there and check it out. And they are opening up all of the seats. So it'll be AEW's first show at full capacity since the pandemic. So this ought to be very, very interesting. I do not know if there's going to be anything in place to separate those who have been vaccinated from those who have not. I don't know if masks will be a requirement. So I think everybody who's going to go should walk in a degree of wisdom. It is very possible that the person that you're sitting next to may not have been vaccinated at all. It is very possible that the person you're sitting next to may not even have a mask or anything like that. So be careful if you're going to double or nothing weekend. Now, I will say AEW has been really consistent in terms of ensuring things were safe. I had a chance to go to Revolution a couple of months ago and they made sure temperatures were checked. There was social distancing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But this is a different day. So, we'll see what happens going down uh, May the 30th that entire weekend, double or nothing weekend for AEW in Jacksonville. Speaking of AEW, They've also announced that they will be heading back on the road beginning in the month of July, and those will be episodes of Dynamite. 
You can go to AEWTix.com, as I believe all of those go on sale today for their upcoming road shows in July. All of this has begged the question, when will WWE return to the road? Well, the word on the street is that they are not looking to move their date based on what AEW is doing. And as of now, the talk is that August will be the time frame where a WWE will return to house shows. But even then... It won't be the same as it was before. So it'll be interesting to see. I do know WWE had been looking to reduce the number of house shows anyway because they weren't as successful as in times past. Though now things could be different. Now with people getting vaccinated and with wrestling not being as readily available in one's hometown as it used to be, I think they could get some interesting crowds if they do house shows or, of course, when Raw, SmackDown, and NXT hit the road. Speaking of NXT, I don't know if NXT is going to hit the road for their live shows, but... Stranger things have happened, right? They already have had live crowds ever since NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So this will be very interesting to see what NXT does, what Raw and SmackDown does. Speaking of SmackDown, of course, that's going down tonight. The go-home show before the WrestleMania Backlash pay-per-view this Sunday on Peacock. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to put on the best show of the year tonight. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Listen to this place! The killer weight has returned! That's Rekka Tahaka! Oh my god! Oh man! When is the last time you've been in front of a megastar of this caliber? For the first time in SHW history, we are going to experience a bunkhouse brawl match. No! No! no. Oh look out! be a picture of our future. All right, guys, in case you missed it, again, SHW27 is now available on IWTV. Man, what a show. I can't say it enough. It's got everything you love about pro wrestling and then some. So if you've not done so, go over to IWTV, independentwrestling.tv. You can sign up and get a subscription there, $10 a month. But guess what? If you want a special deal, use the promo code SHW and you'll get the first five days for free. Our entire library is there, along with the library of a lot of other independent wrestling organizations, past and present. So definitely check it out. It is a great deal for $10 a month. Before we go, last night was the latest episode of Dark Side of the Ring, which featured uh, the current deathmatch king, Nick Gage. I got to tell you, I won't give you too many spoilers on this one. But I have to tell you, uh, I had heard his name before, certainly after the incident last year or the year before involving David Arquette. So I was familiar with that, but did not know much about his story. And certainly what they've been doing with death matches 
is wild. Death matches are an acquired taste. Some people love that level of violence and some people not so much. I know my SHW broadcast team uh, of Brandon Benefield and Diana Michelle aren't exactly crazy about death matches or hardcore matches or things of that nature, but I know other people that really, really love it. So I'm curious, number one, did you watch this episode of Dark Side of the Ring? And number two, are you a fan of death matches? Let us know via social Social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. But another incredible story. Uh, I just, I'm like, wow, literally wow. So if you've not seen it on Vice TV, you can certainly check it out on demand. You can check it out on the Vice TV app, or you can certainly look for it as I'm sure it will be hitting YouTube very, very soon on Vice TV's YouTube channel. Again, it is the ultra violent story of Nick Cage as part of season three of Dark Side of the Ring. With that said, guys, we're going to get out of here. Big weekend for many. Of course, the WrestleMania Backlash pay-per-view goes down this Sunday. So I'm intrigued to see your picks. A couple of big title matches, including the WWE Championship, seeing Bobby Lashley defend against Drew McIntyre and Braun Strowman in a triple threat match. The Raw Women's Championship will be defended in a triple threat match. The SmackDown Women's Championship will be defended, as will the Universal Championship be defended as Cesaro gets his first one-on-one World Championship opportunity against Roman Reigns. So it should be a very, very intriguing pay-per-view. Again, the go-home show for SmackDown happens tonight on Fox. I'm intrigued to hear and see all that will go down. Two other things before we go, and I don't remember if I've mentioned this. For one, congratulations to The New Day and their upcoming comic book deal. That'll be launching in July, so really excited for them. And then secondly, a new series is getting ready to hit the WWE Network on Peacock. It's called WWE Evil. It is hosted and executive produced by John Cena. As in this particular series, there will be a great focus on the villains of WWE past and present. So this should be interesting to watch. Icons featuring Rob Van Dam will premiere on the WWE Network on Sunday. So be on the lookout for that as well. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here again. Big shouts to everybody. Thank you so much for joining us here on The Faction, whether you're joining us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages, or if you're joining us by way of podcast. Thank you so much. Have an amazing weekend, guys, and we'll see you when we see you which should be sooner than later until next time family team and gb gerard bonner representing for my good brothers courtney beard brandon clack and the fourth horseman john murray collectively we're known as the faction have a great day family